Hi everyone, uh, this is Lori Boxer. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. Um, many parents of children that snore are not aware of the possible risks associated with, free, you know, with frequent snoring in children. This comes up a lot in my office because we have a lot of overweight kids uh, that come to us referred uh, you know, by their pediatricians. And uh, oftentimes the parents with the child and the pediatrician doesn't even bring up the fact that their children do snore uh, for some reason. Um, so I would ask you uh, if your child snores and if does your child show other signs of disturbed sleep if they do snore? Uh, what I mean by that is long pauses in breathing, uh, much tossing and turning in the bed, uh, chronic mouth breathing during sleep, uh, night sweats, which, by the way, is owing to the increased effort to breathe. That's what night sweats in children are about, aside from the fact that fever, of course. Uh, all of these things, uh, but especially the snoring, are possible signs of sleep apnea, and that is serious. I mean, every kid does a little snoring every now and then, um, but sleep apnea is a whole different animal, and it's much, much different in children uh, and more dangerous than it is in adults. Obstructive sleep apnea or OSA, as uh, you might read about it or as a doctor might refer to it, is a common condition associated with snoring where the upper airway, you would, you would hear of it, uh, the breathing tube, okay, closes intermittently on and off at night, leading to sleep disruption. Now, years ago, uh, the traditional image of the child with sleep apnea used to be, believe it or not, a skinny, hyperactive child with large tonsils, usually between the ages of three and eight. Now, this child would snore and gasp at night. Removal of the tonsils and the adenoids would result in resolution of the snoring and sleep disruption, as well as the daytime behavioral issues, in short, a cure, okay? But things are very, very different these days. Uh, sure, you know, that classic picture of the child with OSA, you know, still exists. However, with the obesity epidemic, the, the evaluation and the management of children with snoring has become more complex. If you have an obese child and he or she snores, please pay attention, pay close attention. Why does it matter if a child is obese and snoring, you might ask? Number one, because the risk of obstructive sleep apnea is much, much higher. One-third of, um, of obese children will suffer from OSA compared with only 2 to 4% of non-obese children. 50% of obese snoring children will have OSA because, number one, the upper airway or the breathing tube is smaller and thus it's easier to collapse. And number two, uh, research, which is easily, you know, you can Google this and find many things to read about this, uh, research has shown that fat in the belly is more likely to be associated with OSA by pushing up on the lungs and making them smaller. So the combination of smaller lungs um, and, uh, and the problems with the upper airway, the breathing tube, is, is, is a lethal combination. Uh, also, uh, another reason is because OSA in obese kids usually looks more like adult OSA in that it is associated with daytime sleepiness and depression. Third, uh, because OSA pushes obese children uh, towards obesity-related medical conditions such as hypertension, cholesterol problems, and prediabetes. 
four, because the sleep apnea is more severe. The drops in in, um, in oxygen levels are more common and they're more severe in children with obesity. Uh, lastly, another reason is because OSA is more difficult to treat. I mean, surgery is more likely to have complications in obese children and removal of the tonsils and adenoids, it's still helpful, but significantly less likely to result in a cure. Obese children frequently gain more weight after surgery and have a higher rate of recurrence of sleep apnea. The most common treatment for OSA consists of something called continuous positive airway pressure, CPAP, C-P-A-P. Many of you have, met, have probably have heard of that. You've heard of CPAP machines. Uh, this is with, which is it, it's pressure that's applied via a mask during the night to keep the airway open. Now, needless to say, for most children, it takes a whole lot of getting used to. And for many parents, it's hard for them to see their child having to do so, having to wear one of these things to sleep. Uh, children with persistent snoring most often have a reduced quality of life. It is vitally important for parents of obese kids to watch for the warning signs and the symptoms of sleep apnea. If any are present, don't take it lightly. Make an appointment with your child's pediatrician. And lastly, I, I say this most passionately, it is also vitally important that you do something about your child's weight. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's uh, podcast, please email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com or send a message at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. If you would like to keep up with all the good stuff that we do and the info we provide, please visit us at weightnomordietcenter.com and you can sign up for our free monthly electronic newsletter. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.